Are you the real Santa or are you just a fat piece of trash? I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series? Who will survive? Okay, Bret Hart. Santa's been watching you all year. You've been a good boy. You had an excellent match tonight. I want you to have a Merry Christmas, too. Yes, and to you, too, Bret Hart. A very Merry Christmas to all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast Christmas Special Edition. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, and with me, after freshly spilling beer all over his computer, is... Eric Sanchez. Sanchez Claus. Yeah, Sanchez Claus. You know what? Oh. I just got done uh, wrapping a bunch of presents for... Really? I, yeah, signed him uh, Sanchez Claus. Well, last night. I was up till two. What'd you... Okay. What'd you get? What'd you get, people? Oh, man. Just just what, what's... Was it any big gifts you bought this year? Just little things for people. Um, it's a lot of little things, but I think the big gift um, I got for my mom because she has been looking for like a Minnie Mouse and a Mickey Mouse, like a uh, like a landscaping, like for the front yard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, little decorations, whatever. So sure. she used to have them. They used to be um, how do you call that solar? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you call that solar? So anyways, sure. the, the solar would hit it and power up. They have like holding like little lanterns, whatever. Right, so, right. But they faded so bad and the batteries went bad, whatever. Uh, so I think it's like two years they've been looking for them, can't find them. So luckily mm-hmm. I found some on eBay from the seller, real nice uh, woman, lady, whatever. And I got a good deal on them, and I think that's going to be the my, my favorite gift to give. That'll be the hit of Christmas. Yeah, for me at least, because I'm, I'm right. a giver. I like to give. Okay. Well, it's good to hear. Mm-hmm. So this week is a little bit different than our normal show, because for the past few years we've done this nostalgic Christmas episode this year. We've got some Christmas tradition talk, some gift giving, some Christmas memory talk. We've got listener submissions, audio ones. People DM me some. I'm going to read on the air. And I got to say, we've we've over the years we've gotten you know submissions from listeners that have been great. Mm-hmm. This year they were exceptionally good as far as like putting a big smile on my face the entire time. Listening yeah, to same. Them. You know, it started triggering some, some thoughts I have, you know, some, some are similar. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's relatable is what it is. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into all those and everyone that submitted, even those who couldn't submit, totally understand everyone's busy. And some people like message saying, Hey, I would like to submit something, but I can't really think of anything and not a big deal. We'll, we'll talk all about it this week on the PPW podcast. Of course you could subscribe. The, the jingle bell edition. You could subscribe on your favorite podcast app, search Positively Processing Podcast. All the old wrestling normal shows, normal in quotes, are on there. And we're on Twitter, PPW Podcast, the Facebook group, Positively Processing Podcast. Uh, we'll get some discussion going in this episode because Christmas is, is on Sunday, a few mm-hmm. days away. It's Tuesday night, almost Wednesday, recording late to get it out for everybody. So maybe you've got a, a trip to grandma's house or your aunt's house or something. You want to pop in some... Christmas memories. Maybe you're going to be wrapping presents like Eric was tonight. Just pop us in the headphones and enjoy because it's not just us talking. No, it's, it's the listeners. It's, it's a lot of listeners uh, submit stuff too. So it's a lot of stuff. stories. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I guess. Do you want? Do you want to start with something first, or we should go to a listener first, like a listener submission first? Let's go with the. Do you want to do any like routine stuff, like you know, any wrestling related? No. 
Let's go right into no, a story. It's, it's Christmas. I mean, if you've got like a Christmas wrestling, like, did you, I mean, you bought me, you got me a couple gifts. Did you get your ringside order? I got mine. No, not yet. I do have a, I think it's the 22nd I'm supposed to get it. So okay. this couple days, we'll have it. Yeah, I ordered a bunch of from ringside to drop off at a toy donation place in Orland. And I don't know if you've ever been there. It's behind the Golf Galaxy in Orland Park. So mm-hmm. anyway, it's a big warehouse. Volunteers do it. And I knocked the, I dropped stuff off. And Lydia was like, oh, awesome. And she looked like, oh, she goes, oh, wrestlers. We've been waiting for wrestlers. <laughs> and, then she's, she, and she shouts, Janie, we got wrestlers. She's like, oh, awesome. It's like a box, like 15, nice. you know, for the ringside sale. And, and I was, let me tell you something. I'm We're taking those myself. home to their kids. That's yeah, what they're hoping right. for. <laughs> Elites. <laughs> pat myself this one's on the back. for I Jimmy. This one's for I, Joe. I didn't order like 20 Jake Hagers because they were cheap. I got some current wrestlers. I got a scene, got some Cena, got a two-pack of uh, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Like, you got to have a two-pack. Got, got Ray Mysterio. Because if you, you have know, one got, and that's the yeah. only one you have, that sucks. Yeah, I got some, got Damian Priest, got some, you know. Give you a Keith Lee in there, some current wrestlers in there, and for everybody to go out and, and have fun and hopefully have a good Christmas. And also, I want to say to everyone that submitted stuff, obviously, thank you. And then a lot of this, this week's show is about things we've all been lucky enough to have over mm-hmm. the years, either yeah. growing up or even now. And not everyone has that for whatever reason, or maybe stuff with family is hard or, or whatever. And for that and that stinks and hopefully this can bring you a little bit of fun and happiness with it um but just know that not just us obviously but everyone Mm -hmm. in the podcast wrestling community we're kind of all a part of we all talk about podcast buddies everyone kind of knows everybody everyone's there so keep that in mind uh this holiday season if you're having a rough time and if you are we're always here for you that's why we're we do these shows. It's us in the Breaker Main Power Hour. We were talking about <laughs> they're talking about Taco Bell for like a half an hour. <laughs> so just fun stuff like that. And you know the uh, the Raw's Nitro podcast all the way down in Australia. Lee who submitted something, and of course the fully posable guys and and everybody else out there, um, and not people without podcasts too that bring fun positivity like steve hoker is always sharing memes and mm-hmm. uh rad chad chad's always sharing like thought provoking questions and horror movie barbecue chat one of my favorite people in the world is always posting ridiculous stuff my new favorite thing of him is saying quit sending me this shit and it's a picture of him like <laughs> eddie kingston it's like it says it me like and all that just just fun stuff like that anyway yeah, what, what one of my favorite things is like he'll have like these weird pictures. He's like, "Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight?" Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> like, so, yeah, the weird like doll, like crappily made dolls or something, uh-huh. or like costumes. But right, it, it's a fun running joke. But anyway, long story or long winded way of saying we're all here for you. So enjoy this show, and uh, we're, Eric and I will be around, and everyone else will be around. So we're all here for everybody. So let's keep that going again. If you're having a rough time, we're all here for you. And if you're not having a rough time, Congratulations! <laughs> you're pretty <laughs> be, lucky. Be, be there for somebody. You're pretty. You're pretty lucky. And like I said, like and, and as I was looking through this show and and all that stuff and reading everyone's submissions, I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that not everyone has all this stuff, and we're all lucky enough to do so. So even yeah. if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's the holiday season and and all that. We're all lucky. It's the to be holiday around. season. Yeah. The. Uh, that's my favorite Andy Williams song where he sounds drunk. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. He just sounds drunk. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> okay. All right. Let's just, I'm going to go to a listener submission first to start okay. off. And this was a, a, a written in submission on the Facebook message group. 
on the Facebook group, Positive Processing Podcast. So this is from Brian Vermeer, and he also sent me some sweet pictures of his kind of magazine collection, his mm-hmm. wrestling magazine collection, all that. So I encourage him to share. I those love with magazine as well. collections. Me too. Share those with the group as well. This is from Brian, and again, he's on our Facebook group. Let's hear it. This is his Christmas kind of memories, uh, tradition stuff for his story. It says, my parents hated, hated in all caps, waking up early. So they put our, my brother and I stockings at the end of the bed to keep us busy until they woke up around eight. My older brother would usually wake up at 5 a.m., come to my room and we would open our stockings. It always had candy, a wrestling magazine in mine, a comic book for his brother and an action figure. We'd be content until our parents woke up and then it was on. I just got to say, like, if my parents didn't do this, I'll talk about more, like, Christmas morning stuff later, but mm-hmm. if, you, if you, like, shoved a wrestling magazine that I hadn't seen before, I'd, I'd be like, all right, I'm sitting in bed for the next hour and a half studying this and examining every, like, corner of it, it's, you know. Um, and it says, it was on. Side note, not Christmas related, my mom wanted to make sure my brother and I were good readers, so she always made sure she saved enough money for me to have a subscription to the WWF magazine because she knew I would read it to front front to back. His brother Wayne got comic books. And then again, again he showed me all those pictures. So I never, I think we've talked about it. I never had the subscription to the magazine. It was just kind of a, like a treat to go to the store to, to get like a magazine when you were grocery shopping with your parents. Yeah. And because they were monthly, I mean, I would read that thing, I don't know, front to back, like at least 10 times till I got another one. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, so thanks, Brian, for coming in. And again, so uh, and he mentioned uh, parents hating to wake up early for Christmas. And, and my kids do it now. Like you wake up super early on Christmas morning because it's, if you're lucky enough to have a, a presence on Christmas morning, it's a big deal, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's the where the whole kid year, year revolves around. I think that's what Ralphie in A Christmas Story said. It's like the day that the entire kid year is focused on is Christmas morning, right? <laughs> And uh, it was definitely known to us that do not even think about looking at the presents until mom and dad are up. My mom was just like me in the sense that if, she doesn't, if I don't have caffeine in the morning, like I'm the biggest like asshole until I get like that first couple sips of caffeine in me. Um, and my you? mom the same way. She's just grumpy without caffeine. You're the same. Uh, you're, you're the same as your mom. In that sense, yeah. yeah. Like, and my like, Lauren even knows. She's like, yeah, you're a jerk in the morning until you have something. <laughs> you just, you just are. I'm like, yep. Like, I can't control it. I like, and I'll, con- and I consciously know I'm being a jerk, but Christmas morning, my sister and I, we would get up super early. We how, would, how early before the sun comes up five. If, yeah. <laughs> it was like a so, pact you guys had like, let's go. Well, I, I don't know. We just couldn't sleep, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we go downstairs and we would organize the presents by our name. So we're like, okay, so when our parents do wake up, we're ready to go. Then we'd hurry back up to bed, yeah. wait for our parents to get up, and then we would still have to wait. Wouldn't until... you be mad if they didn't get up to like 8.30? I remember we, I, I would be mad. Like, they, oh, they definitely up. got up at like, they, like 8 or 9. Yeah. Like, my dad up. was <laughs> My dad was kind of an early bird, and yeah. I think looking back, like he did that a lot, so he would have like the house to himself and the mm-hmm. quiet for a while, yeah. which I can appreciate. I do that at night. That's I'm like the nighttime thing, but he Me woke too. up early for work. So... Uh, he would be up kind of having coffee, making sure coffee was ready for my mom. And she'd eventually come strolling down like, all right now. <laughs> and she'd make us wait. And she I say now. It. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like a free for all. It was everyone went one at a time. So you can see what everyone got type of thing. I, I like that. Yeah. Is that what you guys did growing up? What, what was your Christmas morning stuff growing up? Um, 
and you we, and your sister. We pretty much did like one at a time. But like, were you guys like all up at the crack of dawn? Did your parents obviously made you wait for them to get up or would they have to wake you up? How did that go? You no, I, I think we were up, but I think um, it's hard to remember stuff like that. Like actual like details of that stuff. Like I remember presents and, and what I was getting and, you know, other reactions and whatnot, but I don't remember like, I'm, I'm sure we were up maybe like six thirty, seven o'clock and waiting mm-hmm. for my parents to get up because my dad... Um, he would work nights or late afternoons and he wouldn't get up till like maybe nine, 10. Well, for Christmas, he probably got up around nine or 10. Yeah. But other times he didn't get up to like 11 or 12. <laughs> and they were, was it, did you ever do the thing like who plays Santa or was it just like your mom handed out the presents? This one's for little Eric. Here you go. <laughs> no, I think my it? mom used to do it, but I don't know. I, I've been doing it for so long. Like I have a hat. Uh, whatever house I'm in, I'm like Sanchez Claus. So it's it's pretty fun, and I, I like doing that. Mm-hmm. So like, is that oh. kind of your f- first like official? I guess we talked about traditions too. Is that like your big your tradition now? Is yeah, you are the guy every year to hand them out. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so a couple of years ago, when there was COVID, well, everybody remembers COVID. Um, it's still around, but not so everyone just, everyone's I, just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares anymore. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so I was not here for Christmas Eve. I decided to, what it was, was I was going to go to Becca's house and her family and stuff like that. But my sister and Joe had been traveling. So uh, Becca was scared that maybe if my sister came over and I was around my sister, that I wouldn't be able to come over for like a week or two, just out of precautions. Yeah. Um, Because she was with her parents and her kids and all that kind of stuff. So I I totally understood that. Uh, So I made the decision to skip um, Christmas Eve at, at the house here with my family and spend the Christmas Eve there with them so I didn't have to wait two weeks or whatever. And I remember I got back and my sister was telling me, she's like, it was so weird with you not here because you always passed out presents. And I'm like, well, who did it this year? She's like, I did, but it was just so weird because you're the one who does it. Mm-hmm. She's like, we missed you. <laughs> like, Aww. oh, that's nice. <laughs> so, I mean, that is the tradition. Like, I put the Santa hat on and... And when you like when you and your fiance's families kind of started, you got like more involved with her family. You just got like barged in, like I'm doing this. I don't care if anyone was Santa before. Um, Sanchez Claus is in town. <laughs> well, I make it. I make it special being Sanchez Claus when I go there. So they are um, like Christmas morning because I would do Christmas Eve. Then I wouldn't go over there to maybe like eleven or twelve in the afternoon. Yeah. And I bought like a big old like Santa sack, and I got presents in there, and I wore the hat and all that kind of stuff. So they've already had their morning Christmas. So then when I come over, it's like. You know, afternoon Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you're so Christmas the, number two. <laughs> yeah, I'm Christmas. I'm on the bonus Christmas. So, I do like that they got that stuff out of the way first. So it's not like I mean that house is like chaos. Like everybody's opening presents. Nobody's paying attention to what who got what and all that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like that's that's not that's not cool. Yeah. Um, so when I come over, there's a little more organization to them. Like here you go, Jenna, <laughs> open it. Everybody look, see what Jenna. Sergeant got. Sanchez Claus <laughs> taking to make taking bargain like, orders. Sit down, maggots. <laughs> look at what <laughs> Jenna. Look at what Jenna got. Oh um, man. But yeah, it, it's fun that way because then they can each see. I don't know, just like the joy in people's faces when they get things that they didn't think that they wanted or things that yeah. they exactly wanted. And I don't know. I like that part of it. It's just seeing like the expression on someone's face. So I mean, for sure. Do you want to borrow my Santa suit this year? You can pull no. Santa suit it over there. No, nah, I'm not going to wear a Santa suit over there. Okay. Okay. So, so the whole Sanchez Claus thing, Jenna, well, her son drew, but Jenna's more like, maybe and Jenna is who you got to, you got to do. Oh, uh, Je- Jenna's, uh, um, uh, my fiance's daughter. Okay. 
So she's 18, but she has a little bit of a disability. So I think she's, I don't know, maybe acts like 12 or 13, but she's more like impressed with the whole idea of Sanchez Claus. She's like, oh, tell Sanchez Claus. You know, obviously she knows it's me, but yeah. you know, I want this and this. And, you know, she has more fun with it than I think Drew would. Or, but Becca sure. really likes it too. Well, good. I'm glad you're having fun with it. And it's, mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's something you, you started with your old, your old family, your, your, your family and brought to your new family. So it's yeah, good stuff. I like it. Uh, let's go to our first audio submission here. We got a few of these and this is from Lee, our friend Lee from the Raw's Nitro podcast. He is all the way down in Australia and he's a friend of ours, friend of mine has been for a few years now. So here is our first audio submission. This is Lee from the Raw is Nitro podcast. All right, Eric and Steve, and Merry Christmas to you guys and all the listeners of the PPW podcast. This is Lee Carlos Cunningham from the Rory's Nitro podcast down in Brisbane, Australia, uh, writing in for your question in regards to Christmas traditions. Um, these days, Christmas tradition for my family is to head over to my mum's and have a few drinks in the pool because it's the middle of summer here, so it'll be in the mid-30s, um, Celsius that is, um, and then get stuck watching Love Actually, which is why I asked you guys to review it. I want you to join in the suffering with me because I have to watch that every year with my mum and my wife. But growing up, um, things were a little bit different. Um, didn't We moved around a lot, so probably didn't have a set Christmas routine, but do have lots of happy memories, particularly around wrestling-themed gifts and a couple of rough ones as well. Um, Probably the most noteworthy and the funniest is the year we got the PlayStation 1 and WWF Attitude. And our dad had a rule when we had our video games that you could play them for two hours on the weekend when you woke up and then you had to do other stuff and you could have them back in the evening for a couple of hours. So Christmas Day, we get WWF Attitude. We start a Royal Rumble. We can't figure out how to throw anybody out. The best part of half an hour elapses. We've opened all the other presents and time's run out. We can't play it again until the evening and we spent all Christmas Day just itching to get back on it. Um, Ridiculous rule in hindsight and something I wouldn't do with my kids. Um, but it still does make me and my brother laugh to this day. The other um, on-again, off-again tradition that we have that revolves around wrestling is just anytime we spot um, an, a, a terrible wrestling gift, we will get it for the other one. Um, it's come in the form of action figures a few times. Um, I brought my brother, who doesn't collect wrestling action figures anymore, the um, Kevin Thorne figure many years back, and he was not overly appreciative of that. Um, and he bought me in more recent times the blue Tista figure because he thought it was ridiculous. Um, doesn't really check back in with modern wrestling. I just thought it would pop me. I actually quite enjoyed getting that one, so the joke was on him um but yeah over the years definitely have exchanged some pretty terrible wrestling gifts um think things like key rings yo-yos um especially stuff that's out of date so if you could get like a wcw show bag from from the shows over here like off ebay think the worst of the worst and that's what we would exchange um as gag gifts on christmas we obviously buy each other proper things as well but um yeah if you get an opportunity to see a terrible wrestling present we do it i'm currently in the midst of trying to smuggle into his apartment a scott steiner show no simpy sticker and i've got to get it up on the wall without him noticing and leaving so wish me luck in that endeavor but that will carry on uh 
ridiculous wrestling gift exchange at Christmas. That'll do it for me. Won't bore anyone any longer, but just sort of send in some of the um, little traditions we have or have had over here at Christmas and hope everyone has a brilliant one this year. Take care. All right. First off, thanks, Lee. First, the first thing I noticed about that is he, I didn't even think about this. It's summertime in Australia for Christmas. Yeah. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> We're over here with 10 inches of snow. I mean, yeah, 10 inches of snow and freezing our butts off. And he's like, yeah, it's about 30 degrees Celsius, <laughs> which I looked it up. It's 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, he's man. On, he's that's, on the that's, beach. That's nice. <laughs> he's on the beach there. Um, I did love his story about the one Christmas getting a PlayStation 1 mm-hmm. and you get the game with it, WWF Attitude, right? Yeah. And his dad making the rule that you can play for two hours, then a break, and then you can play at night. So they're trying to figure out the Royal Rumble. Imagine, like, you get this game, <laughs> like, trying to figure out the Royal Rumble. Dad's like, nope, time's up. Yeah. All you can think about the rest they, of the and day. And plugs it? Come on. <laughs> that Royal Rumble? Yeah. Oh, I, I, like the, I like the crappy wrestler gifts, but the Blue Tista. Yeah, I'm going to steal that. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. I the mean, crappy who, who wrestling did, gifts. Yeah, who didn't want a Blue Tista? It's even coming out like, isn't it being re-released as like yeah, the greatest hits? It's a classic, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so it's a thing. The Blue Tista, definitely. I think, like, I, the, my friends and I used to do kind of like gag gifts, and it's kind of faded away over mm-hmm. the years. We all have kids. We have to buy like, presents for our kids. We have to yeah. waste money on gag gifts. But I wouldn't mind kind of, maybe maybe I'll, uh, between now and Christmas, I'll give you a crappy wrestling gift. I'll find something for you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll find something for you. But thanks again, Lee, for sending that in. Really liked hearing your stories. And he mentioned they kind of moved around a lot as kids too, so that's a thing. But uh, thanks, Lee, again, for sending that in. Our first submission, Lee, from the Raw is Nitro podcast. Uh, let's jump to, let's see here, another uh, uh, DM submission. This is from Greg. This is on Twitter. He sends it to me. Uh, Greg CZ, CZ23 Greg is his Twitter handle. And he says, here we go. First time moving out of my parents' place, got a place with a couple buddies who were all going to the same college. Wasn't far away, but it was definitely a big change. By December, I wasn't feeling it and was feeling blue, and the parents' house was calling. They knew I'm a huge old-school WBF fan and always supported it. We went to my parents' house for Christmas break, Christmas Eve, and on Christmas Eve, an Amazon guy shows up with a decent-sized package for me. It was the Royal Rumble Anthology set, uh, DVD set one and two, make... That made sure my Christmas was great. My parents were awesome. I think this is around 2011. So, yeah, sounds right. But either way, like if you're like homesick or whatever, you know, I I used to travel more for work and I'd get homesick just being away from my family. And him being away, f- you know, with college buddies and stuff like that, getting like a comfort food. Like we talk about comfort food wrestling all the time here. Last week, the Saturday Night's Main Event show was like a warm blanket. You get like that anthology DVD set before the network or anything. Like, oh, I'm going to pop on the 90 Rumble tonight and just make me feel happy. <laughs> like for yeah. the parents to support. The, like, I, I remember like, seeing that and I'm like, oh, man, that's something I really want. Yeah. I just I never bought it. But uh, I mean, just the, the just the packaging and every all the stuff like that is. I don't know. I thought it was really cool. And just going back to I mean, because the Royal Rumble is my one of my favorites. One of the two. Definitely. WrestleMania, Definitely. Royal Rumble, but like a specialty thing. Royal Rumble is my favorite. Definitely. So thanks, Greg, for sending that in. And always like hearing about how wrestling is intertwined with this stuff. Our friend Mark Caruso sent in a quick note. He said, um, 
I wish I had something good for you, but my family's relatively lame with traditions. You can read that if it makes for a good break in other traditions. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Mark. I'm so bad. It, it made for a fun break. It did. He's 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 always Mark's an OG of the PPW podcast. Yeah. A listener from day one for you know since five six years ago. How long we've we been doing this? Day one ish. Day one ish. Usi yeah. feeling Usi or whatever it's going on right now with the That's right. people. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Um, what is? Did you guys? do any for your family like what was the tradition did you do like christmas eve was a big day was a christmas day with your family what was kind of that thing and what is it now for you guys um because for i'll let you think about that it's it's it's, go ahead go ahead i'm sorry if you got it if you got an answer go ahead no it's slowly turned spot there (laughs) no it's slowly turned into christmas eve because you know once you 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 find out that there's no santa and it's your parents buying the stuff we it was just like, okay, well, you know, we don't have to go to bed for Santa to, to drop the presents off. So we already know they're here. <laughs> so, so they're under the tree. And we used to have to wait till Christmas. So maybe a year or two into that, we were able to open one present on Christmas Eve and then wait till Christmas the next day. Which little by little just turned into we open everything on Christmas Eve. We stay up till midnight, one o'clock. And, and then there's just like, oh, we're too tired to clean up. We'll clean up the next day. So that's kind mm-hmm. of how it is. So we sleep in Christmas Day. Um there's no Christmas breakfast. There's no, you know, actually like Christmas day events other than, you know, later on there might be a dinner made, but that's, but that's still nice to just relax. Like I know a lot of families do Mm -hmm. Christmas day. Like my family, the same thing where I know a lot of families, Christmas day is kind of hectic where ours is the morning is hectic. But even as a kid growing up, it's always been Christmas Eve is kind of the the thing. We didn't Mm -hmm. open our main gifts Christmas Eve. We would go to my uncle's house and that's where the big thing would be with my cousins and all that. And we'd be there all night. And it's something I'd look forward to every year just because getting to hang out with my cousins was always fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, also when we were growing up, so we did couscous, which is a European thing where you only eat fish on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and as kids, we hated fish. So we got to eat cheese pizza <laughs> for Christmas Eve nice. dinner, which is just like, for a kid, like, come on, like, what's better than that? Hey, cheese Kevin pizza? McAllister over there. Yeah, lovely cheese pizza just for me, uh-huh. for sure. Or a pizza <laughs> compliment to the Plaza Hotel, as we talked about a few weeks ago on the Home Alone 2 show. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the thing, is Christmas Eve, we got together with Christmas morning, we did presents with our immediate family, my sisters, mom and dad, and then we just chilled out. And as I got older, I, when I got a license, Christmas, because Christmas... By Christmas afternoon, it was kind of dead in the house, and I'd go to a movie, and sometimes I'd meet a friend up there, or my girlfriend, who I was dating at the time, I'd go to her house or whatever, but just for a little bit. But Christmas Day was pretty chill. Yeah, Christmas nice. Christmas days was, was for the other family. Um, so let's go to another audio submission, and this is not a chill thing. This is our friend Nate, Ring Skirts, and he's got a fun Christmas story that I'm going to play it, and then I want to talk about my reaction to it. So here is Nate, a.k.a. our good friend, Ring Skirts. Steve, Eric, and the PPW listeners. Happy holidays, guys. I wanted to share a holiday memory with you all for the show this week. Um, My grandfather was born in the year 1900, so he was a very old man by the time I was born. But I learned a lot about him and his quirks through family stories. And at Christmas time was one of those times when we would reminisce about my grandfather. And this is a story that my father would tell about 
one interesting Christmas Eve that I always got a kick out of. So it was Christmas Eve 1970-something, making my grandfather 70-something years old at the time. And he had this quirk where he was the kind of guy that never missed an opportunity to dress up in costume, put on a wig, a silly hat, even drag at times just to make people laugh. And Christmas Eve was definitely one of those opportunities that he took advantage of. So he donned the red suit with the white fur trim and told Grandma that he was going to visit a couple of the neighbors to kind of surprise them on Christmas Eve and their children. And he said he would be back soon. He was only going to visit a couple of neighbors. And of course, the minutes passed by, the hours passed by, and my grandmother skipped over the emotion of anxiety and went straight to anger because midnight was approaching and Grandpa had not returned home. So my father left to find Grandpa, and he jokingly talks about being afraid that he was going to be stopped by the police and have to explain that he was out in the wee hours of the morning on Christmas morning trying to find Santa Claus, his father. <laughs> but it didn't get to that point. My father eventually did find Grandpa, Santa Claus, passed out in a snowbank, and as it turns out, the neighbors that he visited enjoyed the surprise visit from Santa Claus on Christmas Eve so much that each neighbor referred Santa to another friend and referred him to another friend. And of course, each place that Santa stopped, he was offered a, a cup of good cheer. And after several cups of good cheer, <laughs> Santa wasn't able to fly his sleigh anymore and landed on an icy snowbank. But all turned out well, and it's been a story that has given us all laughs for many years to come. Uh, I hope that gave you guys a little holiday chuckle, and I wish you and the listeners and everybody a Merry Christmas. Okay, so a couple things about this story. One, he starts it off with, my grandpa was born in 1900. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, that seems that seems like a, not real, right? <laughs> not, right. Like a Charles Dickens person come to life and Nate's like, yeah, it's like one year away from 1899. <laughs> now, now everyone knows Nate. I know Nate, you've known him through internet and all that. He's not an ominous guy, no. but as he was telling this story, I'm like, this is kind of like an ominous tone. Like, where's he going with this story? Right. Like, does this end terribly? Uh-huh. And I thought like, he was like, oh, grandpa was missing and they found him dead. Luckily, that's not what happened. Like they he found was just drunk. Out. <laughs> he was just drunk. <laughs> and I liked how his dad was talking. Like he wanted to go to the police, but like, oh, I'm looking for my dad. He's dressed as Santa. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. it's not as what it seems. But it's a grit. That's a, and he talked about how that's a story that's told. Every it's, year. it's unbelievably fun because you know he's going from house to house getting drunk, <laughs> like having a drink, like, having oh, a drink. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> then going to the next house, then the next house. That's mm-hmm. that's good. It is, and, and again, he says it's a story they tell all the time, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of families have those type of stories. Like, we have one story I mentioned 
Christmas Eve at my uncle's house. And this, is, this is actually captured on video uh, where they're, for when it was time to open presents, all the kids were in kind of on the floor in the living room and all the parents were still at the table drinking and eating, kind of watching over the kids. And somehow there's candles on the table and my dad opened up a present and like he put like the wrapping paper on the table, didn't notice it. It slowly caught on fire. <laughs> so almost the table's on fire. And someone goes, fire. My dad is just oblivious. Like they're like yelling at him. And he's just like, yeah. just like, just like looking around. And was he drinking? <laughs> and instead of, what's your first reaction? I'm going to throw water on it. He just starts whacking it with his hand. Uh-huh. <laughs> it went out eventually, but it was pretty funny. That's a story we tell all the time about that. So. You're like, you don't believe me? Here's video proof. (laughs) Here's video proof. (laughs) Was he drinking? Why was he so oblivious to it? I think he was just feeling the Christmas spirit. He was in the mood. He was having fun. It's like feeling the warmth of the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling the warmth of the fireplace. Oh, my God. All right, let's go to another uh, Twitter DM here. So Jeff, our friend Verbal Sozai, sent one. He's got a little tradition that's been going on for the least five years now. I get my sister a bottle of rum chata with a gift card take to it. It doesn't take long for the shot glasses to come out after that. So I like that move of getting booze with like, you know, at a party because you uh-huh. know it's going to be cracked open and then you get a little something too, right? It's, yeah. it's a good move. It's a good move. It's like, well, if you don't, if you, you know, if you want to share, I'll, I'll take it. Type of well, thing. There, there's a new rum chata maybe he should get. Maybe he already got it. It's uh, peppermint rum chata. It's pretty okay. good. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one I'm going to read to uh, our friend Soda Hunter sent it in. And I, I like this too because I have something similar. So selfish, I'm going to read it. Mm-hmm. It says, there's something I personally try to do every year. And that's watch a couple of my favorite versions of A Christmas Carol. Um. One's from my childhood, and one's the Mickey one. And, of course, the other one is the Muppets Christmas Carol. But lately, our family family for the last few years has gotten all the kids together, and we decorate the cookies for Santa. The kids really enjoy this new tradition. Now, the cookie decorating thing is also something we do here, where, and Soda and I were kind of talking about this in DMs, where it gets so sticky, (laughs) it's so messy, because if you're a kid, what do you want in those cookies? You want sprinkles, you want toppings you Frosting. want everything on it. oh yeah you know and that's and this it ends up being the cookies we leave out for santa and we were just him and i were t- joking about it like it's a it's a mess and it's chaos and normally i'm like dad it was like no i don't want his crap i gotta clean it up i'm like that you know you know wet rag or whatever on this thing here oh yeah on, yeah on fun well not even you that you, you need a wet rag <laughs> to wipe exactly. off your hands every now and then <laughs> exactly but on christmas we let him go nuts and with it and you always take the picture of the cookies after and it's just like one like my youngest one, Molly's like, here, dad, try it. I'm like, mmm, tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and sometimes uh, there's a little sriracha on it. Yeah. Sometimes a little sriracha cookies in there. <laughs> if you go to the Sanchez house for, for Christmas, or if, at least you at least if you invite you and your fiance Becca to a party, there'll be some prank cookies in there. Right. Right. Maybe some. Exactly. May, yeah. Maybe a dog cookie. A dog cookie? Mm-hmm. Have you ever, do you ever do that? you ever prank someone with a dog cookie? No, but I thought about it when I went to PetSmart the other night to pick up some you stuff. You thought about it? You well, jerk. yeah, because, I mean, the way they decorate these cookies now, it looks like, I don't know, human cookies? Mm-hmm. I mean, that looks pretty I, good. I would, I would try it. <laughs> <laughs> you would try it. A little nibble, a uh, little bite. A little nibbles. 
what about do you guys what about any christmas foods you ever do any like special christmas foods growing up or anything like that or any extra well, special desserts so on christmas eve uh we used to do ham and then turkey the next oh no maybe it's turkey then ham whatever it was it was like two meals like two big meals but mm-hmm. um i'd say the last 15 years 10 years or so um it's become enchiladas beans and rice we're hispanic Ooh. and uh, coming to your house <laughs> we, we love it i mean my mom makes them uh mm-hmm. my mom learned how to make stuff for my dad because my mom's like irish scottish my dad's uh mexican and she learned how to cook mexican food through her sister-in-laws so i mean they're all pretty close and I don't know they get along and just, you know, I mean, she cooks like she's Mexican, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you, up, on, on, from Irish food to Mexican food, uh-huh. food, that's a major upgrade. Yeah. Like, major upgrade. So, go kudos from, to you. Go from potatoes day. to some spicy meats and uh, tortillas. Ooh. and yeah, What kind of enchiladas? Chicken enchiladas? Beef enchiladas? They're what chicken. Are talking? They're oh. chicken. Um, so, she gets, so, she gets a rotisserie chicken. Instead of, like, mm-hmm. actually making the chicken, she buys a rotisserie chicken, shreds it. So, it's, it's even got, like, that rotisserie little bit of taste. Um, enchilada sauce. I mean, it was delicious, and um, I don't know. It's just so good. So I, I look forward to the Christmas Eve dinners. Um, I mentioned uh, how Christmas Eve dinner at my uncle's house, it's all fish and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it, it is. And it's, it's so it starts off with co- like a cold portion and then a warm portion, and then there's a million desserts and all that stuff. And there's always – booze is always flowing, which is a plus. Yeah. Uh, we also do a thing. We break bread literally with uh, communion wafers where they get it from the church and it's blessed, and that's a thing that our family's done. Um, for years and when Laura and my wife started coming to things uh, when we were dating and engaged and married it was kind of foreign to her because she didn't really grow up Catholic or religious or anything she's like what do I do I was like well you break a piece off but make sure you you know you don't take too small of a piece because you have to share that with literally everyone at the table so you've got there's people at the end with like a little sliver of communion wafer trying to like (laughs) break it off that really reminds me of Milton from Office Space. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I was supposed to get a piece. <laughs> Keeps passing around, gets nothing. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's a tradition. It still goes strong today, which is cool. Um, yeah. Regardless of if people are religious or not, it's still nice. And it's a nice gesture and kind of breaking bread thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then also, my family's Lithuanian. So my uncle and my mom and my actually my aunt they're all first generation americans so they grew up speaking lithuanian my grandparents never spoke english till the day they died um so my uncle still sometimes does like his little speech before dinner in lithuanian and it's become a thing where at the end my cousin will go hey now or he will i've said that backwards my uncle will start the speech in english and my cousin will go in Latubushka, English guy, which is kind of like something Lithuanian people will say, which means in Lithuanian, now you Eng- you American. Uh-huh. So calling me English guy, <laughs> it's just really funny. Um, and then Christmas Day food-wise, because Christmas Day in my family now even it isn't a, that – it's a big deal for kids and, and us, obviously, but uh, it's kind of small and private. We have been going to our friend's house uh, in the evenings the past few years, but I, Lauren and I decided – we just want snacks all day, so we want sides for Christmas all day, just to be eating all day. Yeah, nothing wrong. So like with stuff that. like stuffing, crackers, little meats, cheeses, cubes. It's good for, it's good for the metabolism. Sure, just to, just to snack all day. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm a big fan of sides. Even at Thanksgiving, the sides are my favorite part of the meal. Um, so that's that's one of my Christmas stuff is the food, the food sharing thing. So that's my food and as far as desserts go Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan of the christmas cakes little debbie's the white ones those are probably my favorite christmas dude i swear i'd be like 10 of those this year me too they're so good yeah (laughs) 
And I, I, you know, I was up and down with uh, uh, changing what I was eating, losing weight, working out, gaining weight. I, it's just so much. Like I really haven't had him one since I don't know twenty ten. Mm-hmm. And I had, I think I bought a box cause I saw them and I think I had two out of the box. I brought them home and then I was at your house. I think I had three at your house. Well, I was telling Becca about this recipe that I saw on TikTok, and she's like, Oh yeah, I saw it on uh, Facebook reels. And it's basically, you take all these uh, Christmas cakes, you, you mash them up in a mixer, you blend them and then you make like cake balls out of them. Mm-hmm. And so I had a couple cake balls. It's, it's just, oh, they're, my, they're oh. so good. So hold on. So you have cake ball Christmas cake styles left, or did you well, eat them all? No, no, no. They're, they're all gone. But <sighs> yeah, it's good. Man. man, man. Well, you send me send me that after this episode because I might make Laura make them for me because that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I gotta find it. I'm, I'm okay. sure it's easy to find though. But okay, yeah. you let me know. All right. Let's. Speaking of food, so the next guy on our audio submission, our friend Tony Wing Dog. Uh, Wing Dog seventy two, I think. Let me look him up real quick and make sure I get his Twitter handle right. But he he was in the show a little while back. We did a Kevin Nash watch along. Where he's like, shit, it's fucking right. fake. Here Tony Parker, Tony Wing Dog seventy two. He sent in this audio submission, and he talks a little bit about food. So here is Tony Barker, aka Wing Dog seventy two. So here's Tony. Greetings, PPW fans, and Steve and Eric, especially. This is Tony Barker. I wanted to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays wherever you may be. And I wanted to give you a quick message, just give you kind of some of the traditions that uh, my family has had during uh, Christmas time over the years. Um, First one I can really tell you about is one that's kind of followed me uh, since I was little. my family wasn't a big fan of wrapping all the Christmas presents, so it's been um, been my duty and my honor to be the designated wrapper for the family for almost um, almost my entire life, ever since I was a little boy, around 9 or 10-ish. Um, whether it was my mom, my grandma, my aunt, and other family members, they just they didn't want to wrap, so I would be the designated wrapper for the, uh, for the family. I'd kind of come in and help everybody out during um during christmas time so that is something that i still do for everyone and something that i enjoy kind of keeps me busy during the uh during the holiday season among other things um now that i've uh you know become a a dad and um and an uncle um another tradition that we have now is my uh my kids will um have their you know their cousin my niece will stay the night with us. Uh, the family will come over to my house Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve, my niece will come over. You know, we'll watch movies, have dinner, hang out, and then we'll also open uh, one present the night before. So kind of get the, uh, you know, wet the whistle before, um, you know, Christmas the, the next day. And in my family, Christmas was always the thing. You know, we didn't do a lot of trips when I was younger, uh, didn't do a lot of uh, extracurriculars. It was always Christmas was the date of the year, so it was. We treated it really like a like a big event. It was always the, uh, the you know the WrestleMania of uh, of days for us. So the fa- the whole family would come over, and you know now over the last few years they've always been coming over to my place 
and we start early. Uh, a lot of the family will be here before um, before the sun comes up, and we'll get started Christmas morning. Whether it's uh, you know making breakfast for everyone, um, and one of the traditions that we also do during the day is uh, or during the morning when everybody comes over is uh, we play White Christmas, the movie Bing Crosby, Danny Kay. So we'll have that on while uh, everybody's kind of getting together and kind of really bringing it, bringing, bringing the mood in, you know, um, while breakfast is getting made. And then, um, you know, then, then it's controlled chaos. All the presents get opened and everybody tries to find a spot and, uh, you know, make it in the, uh, in the mass hysteria that is, uh, you know, Christmas morning, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, be, there'll be lunch afterwards, whether everybody brings a little bit to make sandwiches or sometimes we've, um, you know, we've even grilled out and, you know, some of you may know, I'm, I live in Omaha, Nebraska. It's not exactly the, uh, the balmiest this time of years, but, uh, we're out there, you know, grilling, uh, grilling steaks or grilling whatever, you know, whatever's on the menu that day. And, uh, sometimes it's, uh, 10 or 20 degrees, but you know, it's, uh, everything tastes better on the grill. So it's Christmas and it's worth the effort. So anyway, um, those are some uh, Christmas traditions that I've ha- that I've had, and kind of wanted to share that with everybody. And um, like I said, I hope everybody has a safe and a wonderful Christmas holiday this year, and just uh, something fun to to take us home here. May your troubles be basic, may your festivities be elite, and may your holidays be ultimate. Thank you, everyone. Have a merry Christmas. So one thing cool about Tony there before the food thing, he's a designated wrapper of, of presents, which I think is kind of funny that like, I'm a terrible Christmas wrapper. Like I'm awful at it. He's like 90 pieces of tape. My wife is very, very, very good at it. Yeah. And I She won't even let me like touch a present to wrap. She's like, no, it's, it'll drive me nuts <laughs> the way you do it. I, I think I'm uh, like a seven out of 10. Like, like sometimes it turns out real good. Sometimes it's just not even. Uh, mm-hmm. but I can fold it in a way to where it doesn't look totally obvious, but it's just like, I give up and I'm just like, just trying to get it over with. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's definitely <laughs> it starts not off obvious. nice and you're like, screw it after a little while. No, I mean, some of them are real good. So it comes out perfect. And I, I, I'm mm-hmm. a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to stuff like that. So if I know I'm, I'm, I'm decent at something, I just try to keep getting better. If I suck at it, it's just not even something I want to keep trying at. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the wrapping, I, I, I like the wrapping. I like the wrapping. Another thing he talked about, which was cool, was the Christmas day starts before the sun comes up. He's got people over there for breakfast at the the Barker house. Man, this seems like a party, man. It does. And he's cooking breakfast. I like the idea of having a Christmas movie on in the background while you're making breakfast. And, and, and White Christmas. That's that's a good movie. It, it definitely is. You know, Bing Crosby, Temp, Dance with Danny fucking K. <laughs> Famous line from Christmas Vacation. Uh-huh. But definitely. And... Then he talked about they've got the grill in Omaha, Nebraska in December. That's some commitment because, as he said, it tastes better on the grill. Mm-hmm. So no matter how cold it is up there, they're grilling up some food. I like I've, it. I've grilled in the wintertime. Did you grill in Omaha, Nebraska in the wintertime? No, no. I, I grilled in uh, you know south suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Good stuff. So thanks, Tony, for sending that in. Like I said, I really love hearing these submissions this year. I hope everyone else does too because they've been great. They've been great. Uh, next we're going to go to our, another DM submission. This is from Steve Hoker, our good friend, Steve Hoker. 
just Mr. Positivity cracks me up with the memes he shares. And he posted something today. It was, uh, what was it here? Hold on. Let me, if I don't forget. It was, it was a picture of Macho Man and Hulk Hogan kind of working out. Yeah. And uh, here it is. So it's and not it's a cell it. phone in sight. Just two dudes living in the moment saying, brother, and yeah, repeatedly. And I commented, yeah, uh-huh. And Homer going, Homer going, oof, 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 oof. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to throw a ha-ha on that one. There you go. Yeah, I appreciate you. <laughs> this that's, is on, why, that's on the old Facebook. This is why you got to join the Positivity Processing Podcast Facebook group. And even if you don't have a Facebook, my wife doesn't have a Facebook. I'm like, because I was, because I go on Facebook mainly, for, I go on for the group and Facebook Marketplace stuff. Um, but that's it. So join, create a page. Don't follow any of the weird feeds. Just join the Positivity Processing <laughs> Podcast. Don't Facebook friend group. anybody. <laughs> no, you got to friend me and friend you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Friend everybody in the Facebook group, definitely. A little, little Jeffrey Toon. Yeah, with one F and Scott Toon, uh-huh. his brother. Good stuff too. The fully posable boys. The boys. Steve Hoker says, "Hey Steve, the story that always comes to mind is the year my cousins and I decided to wait for Santa." I'm German, so we always celebrate on the 24th, and when we were kids, my cousins always came over to our house for dinner, and at some point, Santa dropped off presents, but we always just missed him. Not this year, though. This is like last year. He's a full-grown adult. Mm-hmm. I'm just right. not sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not this year, though. We were determined to see Santa, so we set up camp on the couch in the living room right by the Christmas tree. I was probably seven or eight, My one, and my one cousin was only a few months younger than me, and his little brother was about two years younger than us. So the three of us sat on the couch waiting, taking turns, getting food, going to the bathroom, etc. Well, that's nice, like a commitment. Like, okay, we're going to take shifts. It's like camping out in front of Best Buy. <clears throat> sure, for the PS3 or PS4? PS, no, PS3. I, I, I camped out for the PS3. I did. I'll tell that story after this. Uh, we just waited and waited and waited. I don't know why we didn't bring any toys with us to play with while we were waited. Guess we didn't want any, any distractions during our mission. <laughs> no distractions. Time goes by so slow when you're waiting. Hoker's out there making happen. demands, making demands at his cousins. <laughs> Get that toy out of here. That's right. Santa, damn it. <laughs> Smacks out of the kid's hand. Sorry, Steve wouldn't do that. <laughs> so we sat there doing absolutely nothing. Finally, my older cousin was like, I'm done. I'm going downstairs to play Atari or ColecoVision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, roll. This is around 1982. But my younger cousin and I stayed diligent. My mom and their mom kept trying us to go to the basement to play video games or go play in the backyard. We were refusing. We were on a mission, damn it. Looking back on it, I can only imagine how pissed they must have been getting. Finally, one of them was like, Santa's probably just stuck in traffic, but we'll let you know when he gets here so you can see him. Just go downstairs and have some fun instead of wasting your night in the couch. No idea why that finally did the trick, probably because we were bored out of our skulls. But off we went to the basement. Not even five minutes later, we hear Santa's bell, which sounded oddly like the bell that hung on our wall the other 364 days too. Mm -hmm. But on December 24th, that was Santa's bell he would always ring after he dropped off the presents. My cousins and I rushed up the stairs to see Santa, but he was gone. My mom and their mom said, we only turned our backs for a minute and we missed him too. We were pissed for like two seconds, but seeing a stock Christmas tree suddenly made everything all right. Happy holidays, everyone. Love you all, Steve. Yes, I can imagine the parents being like, what the fuck? Because, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. here's the deal. Like, Santa brings presents, naturally, but parents right. bring some presents, too. Like, it's, it's a balance. Like, Santa doesn't bring all the presents. Parents bring a couple presents. Like, Santa will bring my girl's presents. And mom and dad, there's a couple big presents from mom and dad. 
Mom and dad get credit too for some stuff. They should. Um, At least something, but, right? You get yeah. Santa and then mom and dad, here you go. Here's some socks or some underwear. No, no. Mom and Sa- dad. Santa's not bringing stuff. you underwear. I mean, at least not the proper Santa. Right, right. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> but Steve, thanks for sending that in because I, I always pick, because I, I do this a lot. Like, I don't know, I didn't know Steve in 1982. Mm-hmm. So I just know him now from pictures. So, of course, I picture current version of Steve Hoker, but miniature, sitting on the couch, <laughs> like doing all this thing, yelling at his his cousin. It's like, no, we're not leaving. We're doing this. Other cousin going downstairs, screw, we're going to play some Atari. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's another thing, too. At, I think this is a thing with a lot of people growing up is when you go, when you get to a certain age, your parents just punt the kids off. You don't have to be watched anymore. Yeah. At a Christmas party. I mean, you just so you send, the, send all the kids to the basement. Exactly. And that's just so fun. And it's so fun for, as a parent now. It's fun for me, too. To, like, and there's no parents. Are, well, maybe you send one down there just to you know see what's going on or yeah, go down to there and grab the a beer. One's in charge. Like, who's going to be the snitch out of all these cousins? You. Yeah. You tell me what the deal is. But mm-hmm. that's another thing, too. <laughs> I can remember, you know, as a kid growing up with the traditions or memories is being in my cousin's basement and he had a Sega Genesis and we're playing like Echo the Dolphin, you know, or something else just all night. Yeah. And it was, it was just a thing. And of course our parents weren't down there cause they're upstairs having their own fun mm-hmm. and Getting drunk it, eating. Sure. Telling maybe. dirty jokes, lighting things on fire. Um, <laughs> right. But that's a thing too. And again, now as a, as a grown up, as a grown up, I am as an adult with kids and my friends and family have kids too. And they're all at the age where, they could be punted downstairs and they could have fun. I know they're having fun and we are too upstairs as well. Yeah. It's kind of how our Christmas party went here when you were there a couple weeks ago. Like the kids were all in the basement making it a disaster, but whatever. It's the thing where I'm like, whatever you can do. Yeah. It. So, so you mentioned ColecoVision and that kind of ties into uh, uh, the story I, I was thinking about sharing when I was a kid. Are we, are we cool with this one? I'll go with it. Yeah, something else. Yeah, no, so we do have more stuff, but it's, it's a podcast. No, I, d- I didn't want to cut you off if you were going no, into something else. So um, it wasn't necessarily as ColecoVision, but it was Pong, like the console. And I remember my dad yeah. bought it, and um, there was like two little knobs, and you just roll. You know, you know Pong. It's like a tennis game where you just roll mm-hmm. up like this block up to the left side, off the right side. The ball bounces back and forth. And I think that he noticed, I don't know, that, you know, me and my sister really liked it and we liked playing it. And there was the only game it was, was the Pong game. So it was like 86 or 87. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to open the big box on Christmas Eve. Yeah, because I was nine or 10. So obviously I didn't know about, um, I didn't believe in Santa anymore. I don't think my sister did either. So it, that was the one present I wanted to open on Christmas Eve. And I just wanted the big box because I didn't know what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. I opened it up and I'm, I'm pulling the wrapping paper away. I'm see, I see like like Atari. I'm like Atari. So I'm pulling back more. And on the back of the box, they got um, like screenshot images of the games that, that yeah. come with this. And, oh, get all these games, uh, Atari and all this kind of stuff. And, and the game that was packed with it was Pole Position 2. So it's going from just like this black and white Pong video game to like this. It was like Wizard of Oz. Like I was just, oh, I, I stepped into Oz. I've seen all the color, all the care. I mean, just everything was so cool about this Atari seventy. Did you know what the Atari was? Did you know? I, ca- like I kind of did because um, you'd see commercials uh-huh. you know, on TV, and it just seemed like it, it, it's like too far. I don't know, too expensive, you know, to to ask for. 
because it was so this a Santa. Was a total, you didn't even ask. This is a total surprise. Total surprise. And I, wow. I was like, oh my God, like it, I, I just didn't know. And the more I was pulling it away, the more that was being revealed and two controllers and this game's included. And, and uh, I don't know. It was just so awesome. And I remember like setting it up that night and, and my dad's probably... I'm just imagining my dad as the dad in the Christmas story when, when Ralphie gets his BB gun, like, yeah. oh, I'll set it up for you, you know, because <laughs> this is something he bought for me and he's so happy that I want it, that we mm-hmm. set it up that night in the, in the living room and we were, we were playing pole position because that's the only game we had with it. And I think that was like his and my mom's like proudest moment <laughs> of, of us like totally enjoying this game. And I don't know. And even games back then were like 40 or $50, you know? That's amazing. So we had that and, you know, eventually we came across E.T., which was a a dud. But, yeah, that whole, like, Christmas vacation, um, going back, Mm -hmm. like, January 5th, like, every day, like, we'd get up early and we're playing pole position. (laughs) It was so fun. That's amazing. I mean, I love that it was, like, you had no idea. No, no idea. Something like that was coming. Uh -uh. That's awesome. Kind of So one year... I was, we were all older actually. So this kind of happened to me. So we were in, I was in college. My sister was just, my sister, I think either just graduated college. I don't remember older sister and my younger sister was in high school. Mm-hmm. So that year, since I was in college, I wanted a laptop, but I wasn't going to ask my parents for, I knew it was ridiculously expensive. I wasn't going to ask them for like a, you know, five, $600 laptop. Yeah. So they kind of knew I was saving up money and I was going to use whatever money I, for Christmas. And I was going to go out and buy a laptop for, for college to have one. Um, and my older sister, she wanted some like type of, she must've been a senior in college or something. She wanted a digital camera. Um, because around then they were, they weren't new, but like they were kind of nicer then. remember before those big bulky ones, but the digital camera was a big deal when it was more accessible because you could just take as many pictures as you want. And of course, right. And it it was after like the, like the three and a half inch one. They started to come out with, um, I don't know, like 16, yeah, and like, like bigger, bigger pixels. Megabyte. Yeah, and they were yeah. the pictures were decent, pretty good quality then, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah, the good zoom. And then my younger sister wanted an iPod. <laughs> good zoom. <laughs> yeah, good zoom. You gotta have good zoom. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Yeah. Um. And my younger sister wanted an iPod, and like we all kind of knew that that wasn't happening there. Like we all had talked about it. Like, all right, well, let's buy our own after Christmas. Christmas money. Did you all congregate? All, You're like, look, I know you no, need this. I want no, this. It was, it was just that. like this no, isn't gonna just, happen. It just wasn't even like thought up. It wasn't even brought uh-huh. up like a th- as a thing. But after we opened our, all of our presents, like we're all kind of just hanging out at the Christmas morning, and my dad walks in like from the garage, like here you go, and hands me a laptop box. I was like, are you kidding me? Like they bought me a laptop. And then my mom like walks over to my sister. She's like, here you go. Bought her the digital camera. Now, like, now, now the my, way the way you say this, like they just walked up all nonchalantly. Here you go. They did. They did. Oh, not not even like here you no, go. No, they wanted it to be like that, and like, and then oh, my wow. sister, and then my mom, my dad handed my sister, the younger sister, she got an iPod. Wow. And like, it was all like a thing. We were like, holy shit, like this all happened. And like, of course, I took my, I set my laptop <laughs> up. And my sister's doing her thing. My younger sister's yeah. like trying to put songs in her iPod that day. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. Like, so spoil, I'll tell this now. My youngest isn't going to listen to this for a little bit, at least after Christmas. So my oldest daughter is an Irish dance and mm-hmm. she wants something called a Zuka bag, which is kind of like a dance bag slash ice dancer bag. It's a very expensive, basically rolling suitcase. Um, 
and it's more expensive because it's durable. It's got a voice pocket. You can sit on it too. You mm-hmm. can actually sit on the back. And it's a big deal at these competitions because you're you're standing around for a long time, and to have something like that, there's not always chairs. You don't want to be sitting on a floor. It's a big deal. But they're like two hundred and fifty dollars. They're expensive for a freaking yeah. suitcase, right? So we've told her like it's not going to happen. Like you're not like I'm sorry. Like you're just not getting a Zuka back. Mm-hmm. However, she's getting a Zuka back. Let me let me finish. As Everyone on this show knows. If there's one, if there's one rule on this show, Eric, what's the main like catchphrase that will live on forever from this show? Do you think retail's for suckers? Retail is for suckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got my ass on Facebook Marketplace, typed in mm-hmm. Zuka bag. What comes up? A handful of things. I find one that looks basically brand new. Lady's asking seventy five bucks for it. Hey. Retail for suckers. Retail for suckers. I you messaged offered, her. You offered her fifty. <laughs> no, no, seventy-five was a very fair price. Yeah. Um, and she was like, "I'm like, hey, is this good shape?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "My daughter bought it um, for ice skating to start, but COVID hit, then she kind of stops. We only use it like twice." I was like, "Okay." And I go, "When she lived all the way in Edgewater, which is a very far north neighborhood in Chicago, it was like an mm-hmm. hour away from me." I'm like, "I'll drive and do this." She goes, "But we're going to be in." This is actually the day of our Christmas party we had here. She goes, we're going to be near Oak Brook on Saturday. Oh, that's so I said, like halfway. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I said, okay. So I um, kind of had to sneak away from the house for that little bit of time the morning of the party to go get it. I got it. It's perfect condition. Met the dad there, did the transaction, and now she'll be having it on uh, Christmas morning. That'll be from mom and dad. So she's And she's going to freak out. She's going to be very, very excited. Now, so you think she's going to cry because she's so happy? I don't know. I really don't know how, what she's going to react to it. Um, Do you like to make people cry out of happiness with presents? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. Because me and my sister used to have this thing like, who's going to make mom cry this year? <laughs> <laughs> Was it a contest? <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, it probably went off so for what, about eight or nine years. What would I, make your mom cry? Is, are, is Mickey Mouse going to, is Solar um, Mickey going to make her cry this year, do you think? I, I mean, I, I, we kind of, she hasn't cried in like five or six years. So it's okay, so really what's like anymore. an example of, of Mama Sanchez crying? Like, what's an example um, here? I mean, sometimes, um, I'm trying to think of what it was. Maybe some jewelry or earrings or a purse. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something that she didn't expect us to like think of her and go out and spend our money on her when we mm-hmm. were younger. Um, mm. I mean, now it's, I don't know if it's a thing anymore. We'll have to find out. Maybe, maybe, maybe the landscape Mickey Minnie will, the landscape <laughs> statues will make her cry. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know if I've ever made anybody cry from the present. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a good gift giver. I'm a very mm-hmm. good gift giver. Yeah. Uh, you're a good listener. I am. I'm a instrumental note. note. Uh, I've also been buying Christmas presents for the girls since like June because yeah, if too. something's on clearance or something, I grab it. Exactly. That's what I you do. You know, because retail's for suckers. <laughs> That's right. Like they like pen, like what? There's a show on Netflix, Ada Twist Scientist, that the kids are into, mm-hmm. and there's like this doll that Molly, my youngest, wanted, and like a while ago, Target was doing like their toy like clear every like summer. Every like season, Target does like toy clearances to get mm-hmm. rid of stuff. Yeah, this doll was like thirty bucks. I got it for like six dollars. Like, of course I'm going to get that. You know, retails for suckers. Hey, remember uh, when you used to watch this show eight months ago? <laughs> no, they still watch it. They still oh, okay. Watch it, so they're still into it. Um, and plus it's a baby doll. So if it's got a doll, my youngest is in. She's all in on any type of baby. Sure. Uh, also, another this isn't retail for suckers. This is kind of a tip for people. 
So Target will price match anything up till December 24th that you've bought in the past like three months. So I've nice. been keeping an eye on stuff, and I've got it all in the app because we've purchased stuff through the Target mm-hmm. app. Yeah. And like I was there last week, and like this Barbie set I bought was like, I think I bought it for 30 It was down to 19 I went to customer service. I'm like, please adjust this type of thing. So they do it. So it's a little tip for everyone for the next few days if you want to check what you've purchased to see if Target will price match it. Um, let's Before we keep going with gift stuff, uh, I want to get to our last audio submission because it was a good one. Our friend, uh, not that they all, they all were good, but this was also good. Uh, our friend Breaker from the Breaker and Brain Power Hour. He just talks about Taco Bell. No, I'm just joking. Breaker and Brain. <laughs> Breaker and Brain. That's their, new, that's their new show, Breaker and Brain. It's late. I've had some holiday cheer. Give me a break. Sure. The Breaker and Bane Power Hour, of course, our podcast buddies. Mm-hmm. Um, here is the audio submission from our good friend, Breaker. Hey, what's going on, everybody, at the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Steve hit me up and a lot of other people about sharing Christmas memories as it is now the week of Christmas and, uh, you know, probably my favorite time of the year. I'd say for most of us, we can all agree it's probably the busiest time of the year, Um, (laughs) probably the most broke you'll be of the year, a lot of other things, but uh, Christmas has always been a special time. And uh, I just wanted to share a couple of stories with you guys. Um, Christmas is nostalgic, right? And and I think it's weird. I'm 37 now, and I've realized as I've gotten older, like Christmas doesn't really feel the same. Like you go through Christmas, you're like, oh, wow, it's not like as special as it was as a kid. But I think as it approaches, we always get that like high of Christmas because of how how great it was when we were kids. And, you know, and not just about getting presents, but just in general and the magic of of Christmas morning, that will always be something I speak very highly of. Obviously, I do, uh, you know, podcasts based on nostalgia, so it's not a secret that I'm a fan of nostalgia. Um, but to share a couple of quick stories with you. Um, I remember uh, one Christmas in particular. I was probably it was probably like 1991, so I was probably five or six somewhere in there. And uh, I remember, you know, th- and this is kind of goes back to the whole thing of like sometimes you can't do your Christmas shopping without your kids because they're always with you. And so I remember being at a Toys R Us, and my mom and dad were shopping, and they they were legitimately shopping for you know cousins and of mine, their nieces and nephews, and other kids and things of that nature. And they bought three WWF Hasbro figures: the Honky Tonk Man, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. And I remember that very specifically. And um, and I was like, you know, of course, at Christmas time, I always heard the same thing, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can attest to this. And, it's, and I'm not a parent, but I'm sure a lot of you who are parents have said this. Uh, you can't get anything right now. It's too close to Christmas because I'm dying to get a new Hasbro figure, right? And um, they pick those three up, and they're like, oh, we're going to pick up a couple for your cousin Kurt. And I'm like, he doesn't even like wrestling. Like, why would you buy him wrestling figures? And, um, and a few... Weeks later, we were at a Walmart, and they bought a Hulk Hogan pillow buddy. Again, this is for your cousin, Bo, and I'm thinking, like, he's five years older than me. He's, like, 12, you know, or 10, 10 at the time. Like, would he even want this? Like, I'm, I'm like, trying to make sense of all this. And, of course, Christmas morning comes, and those are all presents for me. But, again, at the time, I had no idea. But to go back to that Toys R Us trip, um, of course, being the holiday, they had this little gift box they were handing out to all the kids and it kind of looked like a happy meal box 
uh, but you could cut the sides off and it made a sorry board, like from the the board game Sorry. And so, like, the lady showed it to me, and, like, my dad's like, oh, isn't that cool? And I'm thinking, like, no, that sucks. <laughs> I want Rowdy Roddy Piper, the Honky Tonk Man, and Superfly Jimmy Snuka. Like, I don't want this stupid sorry game, like, with cardboard pieces. This isn't fun. Uh, just kind of a funny story. But, of course, you know, Christmas morning comes, and uh, there's actually a video of me opening those. And I look at my parents, like, oh, I thought these were for Kurt. And they just kind of laugh, like, you know, as a kid, you just kind of believe anything. So that was always kind of a fun memory of my parents kind of duping me in uh, while while doing some Christmas shopping. And another really fun Christmas memory I had, um, probably 95, I would say, somewhere in there. So I was probably about 10. Um, I really wanted a Sega Game Gear. Um, huge fan of the Sega Game Gear. A kid at school had one. Probably the coolest kid in school, right? And so I was like, oh, man, I want a Sega Game Gear. I want a Sega Game Gear. And uh, I ended up getting one for Christmas. Um and I got a couple of games. I got Sonic 2 and Sonic Chaos, which was a which was you know exclusive to the Game Gear, which is really cool. Well, you know, at this point, my grandparents on my mom's side were probably in their late 60s, early 70s, and you know they didn't know what to buy us. So what they did is my mom has two sisters, and so they would give them money for us, like hey, go buy them something from us. So like. We're getting stuff from them, which is great, but they have, like, no idea what we're getting, what it is, nothing. They're just like, no, you're welcome, you know, and so, anyway, years later, they ended up giving us just money, but it was kind of funny when they would they would give us stuff, we would thank them for it, but they had no idea what they were buying. But I remember there was two games I wanted specifically, uh, besides Sonic and Sonic Chaos. I wanted Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, because who doesn't want a Bruce Lee video game, and I wanted... NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Uh, NBA Jam was hugely popular, so I don't know if Tournament Edition was even different. Not even sure. I don't even know if I've ever played it to this day, but I was like, oh, I have to have that. And so those are the games I asked for. So we we go to my grandma's house to do Christmas there, which is kind of a breakfast and uh, and such. Open up my first present, and it was from my grandpa, and because they were divorced at the time. And uh, I got Dragon the Bruce Lee story. And I'm like, all right. So I'm excited about that. Next present, I'm like, oh, it's got to be NBA Jam Tournament Edition. It's got to be. It's got to be. Open it up. It wasn't. My mom, in all her infinite wisdom, made the decision of a lifetime. NBA Jam Tournament Edition was more expensive because it was newer. So what she did is she found two games that were cheaper it, you know, to give me more, you know, bang for your buck, I guess. She got me World Series Baseball and, this is the kicker, WWF WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge. Now, if you guys aren't gamers, you may not appreciate that, but the Steel Cage option wasn't, like, really in video games at this point. So to have that was unbelievable. And not only that, like... I'm a wrestling fan. Who wouldn't want a wrestling video game? So definitely a fun thing. Um, so those are some Christmas memories I can share with you. I don't want to go too long on this, but I hope you guys have a great Christmas. To all my my fellow podcasters, all my friends, um, thank you guys for checking out all the great podcasts that all of us do. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, me and Steve will get to do another podcast sometime in the future. So the first thing he mentioned, of course, to, right in our wheelhouse, talks about nostalgia and Christmas being nostalgia. And I kind of get that. Uh, I liked his story about shopping with his mom during the Christmas season 
and getting tricked with the Hasbros, right? Like she throws him in the cart. Mm. He's like, he's like, these are for your cousin. He's like, wait a minute, yeah. my cousin doesn't like wrestling. This wrestling pillow. He's getting, yeah, that's, that's for your cousin too. But yeah, I like right? wrestling. <laughs> no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And then I, you mentioned crying on Christmas morning. He talked about waking up Christmas morning and being confused. Like, what? I thought these were. <laughs> How did these right. end up for me? Yeah. Um. Also, you, we appreciate this. Getting a Sega Game Gear is great. Did you ever ever have a Game Gear or a Game Boy or anything? Uh, I did have the Game Boy. Okay. The and Game I, Gear. I, was... I think that was the last. Well, I I, I got my uh, ex-wife at the time. Well, my ex-wife, but my wife at the time, I got her a, a DS. So, because she really liked the the video game that I had, like the Xbox stuff, but she wanted her own little handheld sure. game. So we, we you didn't want to uh, share. No, I wanted to play games with her, but she didn't like. I don't know. She liked the cutesy type of games. Oh, I was I mean, more into like the shooting and the the driving and okay. Know. But my I, the thing I remember about the most about Game Gear was that mm-hmm. thing just sucked batteries like <laughs> it was Coca Cola. Just yeah. just drinking those things like they went. Like that's, that. that's when you got the rechargeable ones, you know. Yeah, or you or you plugged it in. You just had it plugged in the yeah. whole time. Um. But he talked about wanting the Bruce Lee game, and he got. And <laughs> I wanted, never heard of that Bruce Lee game. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. I thought it was a movie at first. I mean, maybe it was a game based off the movie. Yeah, it had to. Have he'll been. have to. He'll have to answer for us, Breaker. Let us know. But this is a great move by Mom. She was like, "NBA Jam Termination is expensive, right? I can get two seventy dollars. I can get two games for right. the price of one. I'm going to get two. And you always want more games as opposed to one. Mm-hmm. And getting Steel Cage Challenge." Bro, what? Come on, man. That's that's top. That's that, top that, guy that is shit. A, yeah, that, that is a game that I that really doesn't get talked about. I I love that game. I love the mm-hmm. the gameplay of it. It was similar to um, like, ooh ooh, <laughs> right? And the, the the MIDI files for that were so terrible. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Uh, like the, the crowd files. was like but he's right it was the first game with the steel cage and that's one of the reasons i rented it and mm-hmm. i i just remember always playing with piper uh, i don't know if piper was like really hot at that time uh, i don't know if that that lined up with him in the goldberg and him as hot the Inter- scott maybe hot Inter- scott Inter- intercontinental champion part but I, I just really liked roddy piper at the time and yeah i don't know that was such a fun game definitely definitely was and it, it was a great story from Breaker to hear yeah. talk. Just, I mean, as he's telling the story, I've got a smile on my face the whole time, especially the shopping with your parents thing, because mm-hmm. it just brings you back to like browsing and looking at stuff. And even now, like when my kids and I go shopping, like we can look at, we look at toys. I'm like, sure. I always say, yes, we could always look. Although the past couple of times, like, no, because Target's <laughs> a mess right now and the toys are all gone. Yeah. Like, it's all the same, but you always got to look. Yeah, right. special occasion or, or what what have you but I, I like going to target uh if i go uh, say especially with like becca and, and jenna and drew like we'll go and jenna's always like let's look at the toys i'm like let's look at the toys <laughs> so becca's like you two are you're like a big kid i'm like well yeah i want to see what they have i want to see if there's some uh i don't know some neca turtles or some wrestling stuff or you know even board no, games do, or just does your fiance's kids have any interest in all in wrestling have you ever watched wrestling with you at all they or have you? and they've always called everything that we watched the wrestlemania so <laughs> it could have been like a survivor series but yeah we watch wrestlemania i mean that's yeah. just what they know no you did you watch vengeance stupid you watch vengeance <laughs> 2004 <laughs> yelling um, at him. or we watch royal rumble uh my my I was going to call her my wife. Well, she will be. Um, yeah, when's that happening? There, there's no set date. It, it's kind okay. of, I mean, we've both been married before, so it's, I don't know, maybe we just don't think it's like that important. 
to yeah, be married. Well, you can do it in my backyard. I could call but, I mean, out there for you. yeah. So anyways, like she likes to watch uh, the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, mm-hmm. She gets into that. But other okay. stuff, I mean, she's not that big of a fan in. And I think that's my big passion is wrestling and, and watching wrestling and, and you know, talking about wrestling. And hers is line dancing. So I think we both agree that, you know, I'm not really into line dancing. She's not really into wrestling. So those big parts of us can, you know, be shared with other people. Like, yeah, uh, they could stay separate. That, right. And that's totally fine. Yeah. I, I really like it better that way. <laughs> you know, I have my own thing. She's got her own thing. And yeah. Like, are you, are you hoofing kinda... over there like Hogan? Hoof. 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 Brother. Oh, brother. 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 Hoof. Brother. One more. Nice. <laughs> I'm just getting loopy here on our Christmas show, yeah. and all these stories have been great to hear. And I'm that's one of my favorite parts is with with the shows we do is when there's interaction and participation from everybody. I know everyone that listens to us really likes our nostalgic lookbacks. I know people like when we do lists and countdowns, and people like it when I do my Aaron Neville impression and they like it when I'm mad and they like it when you laugh at me when I'm mad. But <laughs> I just, I just, uh, when we went to your house that day, I, I drove, I showed Becca your old house okay. and told the story about how you were coming down one block <laughs> yeah. in the summertime. You're so goddamn mad because you had to care of your daughter and me and Lauren are just, you know, packing or whatever we were doing. Like no, 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 somebody. no. You and Lauren were sitting, sipping iced oh, yeah. tea in an air conditioned house. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what we were doing. <laughs> We were just relaxing, just giggling. Had, you and I had just spent like four hours moving too, right. <laughs> moving shit back and forth. After I kind of uh, tricked you, yeah. I was like, just a couple boxes, hey, maybe like, a couple oh, more, couple more. couple truckloads. That's what it was. <laughs> Pickup truckloads, not yeah. rider truckloads. In fairness, oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That, uh, let's make let's be clear. Yeah, <laughs> you're laughing to yourself back. It's like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. It was so funny at the time. Yeah, you had to be there. I still love. One of my favorite things where I made you laugh the most was when we went to the Mick Foley show. <laughs> I was so hungry, so I stopped and got like CVS candy and combos for my dinner. <laughs> and on the way, you're like, I got to pee. So you pull into a White Castle. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I get back in the car. I go, you get back in the car. I'm like, you know, if we, I knew we were stopping in a White Castle, I wouldn't have had fucking combos for dinner. <laughs> And you almost peed your pants again. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Laughing so hard. No, I pulled in. You're like, if I knew we were coming to here, I would have had CBS. And I almost pissed my pants right then and there. Because <laughs> that's way better than combos and whatever way else better. you drink. And we were stopping there anyway. Oh, yeah. my God. Good times. <laughs> Definitely good times. Any other... Uh, traditions or Christmas stuff you want to talk about before we wrap up for the night before I Christmas. Mean, I mean, I, I say this every Christmas special. I, I go back and watch, I think it's the 2012. Um, yep. The raw, the, the raw Santa gets run over. God, I just love that. I love that episode every year. I'll try to watch it. And, mm-hmm. and one of the things is, I don't think I mentioned it before, but Alberto Del Rio runs over Santa. Yeah. So um, it, it's a scheduled match for the end of the um, towards the end of the night. Would it be John Cena versus Del Rio? And so there's like a the, the who's who of wrestling and and <laughs> WWE. You got Yoshi Tatsu. <laughs> you got the Funkadactyls, uh, yep. primetime players, and Booker T's out outside like the the room where Santa's being evaluated in the office. And Booker T's like, "Yo, man," he's talking to John Cena. He's like, "You got to do this one for Santa." And then when they're checking Santa's heartbeat, it's like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like jingle bells. It's his heartbeat. 
And they're like, yeah. And all the, the everybody in the back's like, yeah, do it for Santa, for Santa. And they're like, Santa, Santa, Santa. And then John Cena's like, for Santa. <laughs> That's so, it's so stupid, but I, I just love it. it. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. I wish there was more, because Survivor Series is the Thanksgiving show. Mm-hmm. Wish there was more Christmassy wrestling shows. I get there why should those are not. Well, I wish, well, yeah, I guess, but. I, I think, get... uh, no, I, I know what you're saying, but I just wish that, um, I don't know. I just keep going back to that, that year. Cause, the cause 13 is not great. 14. I mean, as the years went on, they might have like a elves match or it, it's not like a theme mm-hmm. or miracle yeah. on 34th street fight, you know, out of yeah, nowhere. Let's do a theme. Yeah. yeah. Themes are good. Maybe even do a Han- Hanukkah match or something, you know? Okay. I'm with you. I feel you. I'm with you on the themes. I, yeah. I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. That's it for me, I think, this week uh, with the stuff we've shared and we've talked about. Have, and you, have you talked about your, your wrestling nativity? Uh, the ring I used to make? Yeah. So we used to have. Yeah, I think so. So you used, we now have an actual nativity set. A little, like a little people one. What, what, what was the original one? The original one was a little uh, basic ring uh-huh. where uh, the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels were the angels. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little vinyl aggression, Bret Hart, Jack's figure was baby Jesus. All right. And uh, praying with him, we, I think we had Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, <laughs> someone else. I forgot who. Yeah. And, and then for the longest time, we didn't have a girl to be Mary. Yeah. And then the page basic came out. So mm-hmm. like Lauren, I think bought it for at Walmart. So like, we have a Mary now. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? It was, it was we're, cool. We're, at the time. We're, it's your thing. And she's like, Hey, we have a Mary. And you're like, what? She's <laughs> yeah, it's in. Page. She's in. You're like, she's will, in you, on it. will you marry me? Was yeah, that after you were married? That was exactly when I knew when she bought the page. <laughs> you got down on a knee. You're like, I love you. Brother. That's what I said to her. Yeah, if you have brother. a brother, <laughs> will you marry me? Elizabeth, Elizabeth. As everyone knows that the macho. We're going off the rails here. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for sending in your stuff. I hope everyone uh, liked it as much as we did, loved it as much as we did. Here everyone's Christmas traditions and Christmas stories and tales of grandpa in the snow and steak on the grill and getting... Uh, Waiting for Santa Claus and, and getting Kevin and Thorne figures, Kevin Thorne figures, <laughs> <laughs> and, and getting confused by Christmas presents like Breaker was, and everything that was sent in today uh, for this week's show. Really appreciate it, and really hope everyone does too. And hopefully, this brought you guys a little Christmas cheer for this week and into the weekend as Christmas is coming up on Sunday. We've got a potential blizzard coming into the Chicagoland area, so we might just be hanging out around home. Who knows? Yeah. You, you never know what's going to happen with all that, but we'll be here for you guys. And again, as I mentioned earlier, all the stuff that was shared today, everyone that shared, and you and I too that shared stuff, we were lucky enough to have those experiences. And a lot of us continue to have those experiences and it's something I try not to take for granted and try to think about a lot that not everyone's as lucky as I am and as lucky as you are and our listeners are sometimes too. And if you're a listener out there that's having, I mentioned, a tough time around the holidays or anything, just join us on the internet groups that we're in and just chat it up and share wrestling memories or gifts or, or whatever you have for some cheer. And, and we'll be here for, for you into the new year and going forward. Um, we've been cranking out a lot more shows 
whether it be mini shows or guest shows and all that. We'll continue to do that going forward into 2023 and beyond. I can't think of anything else we'd be doing. I mean, we're going right. to keep talking, talking the wrestling, right? And in, in the, in the sport of Kings, right? That's right. We got lots of stuff to look forward to into 2023. I've got some ideas. We'll do some, some more top 10 lists and all the other fun stuff we, we do here on the PPW podcast as, as always pulling out some memories and, the weird things we did as wrestling fans as kids growing up in the 80s and 90s and hopefully bringing those memories back for you guys and girls too. Anything else, Eric? No, I think that's it. Well, Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Eric, thanks for listening. <laughs> Eric, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, oh, thanks it's, for, it's late. Thanks for joining, Eric. You're welcome. And Merry Christmas to all. And to all, a good night. Bye.